Moses spent telling you how he met his team. Because it's all about the 12, not the 5,000. It's about the 12 choosing the right team. Now, can I give you some things for the right team? I'm going to give you these. Do you believe that um, hard work is what it takes to be successful? I tell you. I know this sound. This is a fight for me to get this to y'all. So see, it's, it's really, really important. Ain't that something? I got one more thing to do. Tell somebody say we got to build a team. We wow. got to build a team. Just keep cutting off, y'all. We got to build a team. We got to build a team. Because we're getting ready to go someplace we've never gone before. We're getting ready to do things that we've never done before. We're getting ready to ascend to a height that we've never seen before. Now we're going to pick the team. These are the people that you're going you're gonna to ride with. You're going to ride shotgun with. These are going to be your road dogs and your running buddies. My God, something is about to happen. I'm going to show you how to pick your team. The Bible spends more time showing us how Jesus picked his team than it does telling us about what he did. Most of the Gospels is spent telling you how he met his team. Because it's all about the 12, not the 5,000. It's about the 12 choosing the right team. Now, can I give you some things for the right team? I'm going to give you these final three criteria to choose your team. One, you're going to have confidence. Okay. You're going to have confidence. you got to have confidence. you got to trust somebody. You cannot be a great leader and not have anybody you can talk to. you got to have somebody you can talk to and be honest and be open and say, this is how it really is. I'm really stressed out. I'm sick of all of them. I'm frustrated. It's getting on my nerves. you got to have a confidant. Somebody with whom you can be transparent and be honest. Out of the 12, you got to have some three, some inner circle that get close around you. These are the guys you carry up on the Mount of Transfiguration. These are the road dogs who run with you and they see you and they understand you and they're your confidence. And if you have three in a lifetime, you've done real good. If you have three confidence in a lifetime that you can really trust and talk to and open up to, you've done real good. So this category is your smallest category. They are your confidants. They are people who are with you. They are with you. Yes, if you go up, they're with you. Yes. If you go down, yes. they're with you. If you get stuck, they're with you. If everybody starts dogging on you and hate you, they're still with you. Yes. If you have three, you've done really well. Wow. They know what you're afraid that somebody else will find out. And they're still with you. These are the people that being around them is so comfortable, you can behave as if you were by yourself. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jesus. You don't get tired of your confidants because you don't have to change your behavior in their presence. Thank you. Yes. tired of being around people is because you're putting on uh-huh. and you want them to leave so you can relax wow. but there is somebody that doesn't have to leave for you to relax because they're your confidant they know who you really are oh my god i'm teaching so good i think i might get this take myself the confidant's commitment is to you 
not to your cause. Yes, thank you. It is to you, not to your cause. The confidant is in it with you because of you, not because of your cause. You are the center of their gravitational yes, pull. That's what and I'm if you have to. confidants, you have to remember to feed your confidants you. Because the confidant is not in it for the money, they're not in it for the prestige, they're Thank not in you. it for the recognition, they're Thank not in you. it for the title, yes. they're in it because of you. And if you start starving your confidants of your attention, they will wither up and die because their only attraction was not to the cause, it was always to you. That's right, yes. Thank you, Lord. I lost a very good employee one time over this because I thought the guy was coming because of the cause and in fact he was coming because of me and it, it didn't work out well in the position because working in the position gave him less and less of me until he finally got frustrated and left. I thought he left over the money or left over the stress and later when we did the debriefing he left because he couldn't spend time with me. His commitment was to me and not to the cause. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. If you get that twisted, you will be feeding them things that would motivate anybody else and they'll be withering because a confidant lives and breathes off of their relationship with you. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, this is good. Yes, it is. Okay, so that was part one about the confidant. Um, that's what I'm called to. That's what the Lord had to show me. And because a lot of people don't understand my call and my assignment, they get it twisted. They're more interested in me being part of the organization, the business, the ministry. And that's not what God called me. God called me to you. My whole agenda, my whole assignment is to that individual to make sure that I'm praying that I'm interceding and making sure that your organization is thriving on the level that God wants you to be on the playing field. And to do that, you have to maintain that relationship. You just can't X that out. Titles and positions and all that with me, it don't matter to me. See? And that's what gets it twisted with me with, 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 with new ventures that happen. And I always try to figure out why this, da, 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 because they don't understand my call. My call is to them, not to you. It's to you. It's not to a position. It's not to being on no staff. It's not to be showboating that I'm part of this. That. No, no. My, my call is to you. But if they don't understand that, then, as he said, you get it mixed up. Because, see, even if my presence not there, my physical body's not there, I'm still there because I'm still on the back burner. I'm still feeding in the spirit and covering. Come on, see? Because, see, I don't have to be there and see. I can see what's going on and not even be there. Because that's what I'm called to do. That's the first type of person that we have to understand that you need in your circle. And the spirit of deception will come in and sideswipe that. Because now 
that got the confidant mixed up with what they thought should be something else. Um, let's see if we can go and find the part. It's part one of three. Where's part two? Because, see, I like to share stuff. But, well, glory to God. Um, you may be seated in his presence. I love you right back. I love you right back. Let's see. Identify three types of people. I got one more thing to do. Tell somebody, say, we got to build a team. We got to build a team. I don't know if this is the one. These are the people that you're going to ride this with. This might you're be. Ride shotgun with. This might be the continuation. You're tired of being around people. It's because you're putting on. It's not in it for the money. They're not in it for the prestige. You're not in it for the recognition. They're not in it for the title. They're in it because of you. And if you start starving your confidants of your attention, they will wither up and die was not to the cause, it was always to you. I lost a very good employee one time over this because I thought the guy was coming because of the cause and in fact he was coming because of me and it, it didn't work out well in the position because working in the position gave him less and less of me until he finally got frustrated and left. I thought he left over the money or left over the stress and later when we did the debriefing he left because he couldn't spend time with me. His commitment was to me and not to the cause. If you get that twisted, you will be feeding them things that would motivate anybody else and they'll be withering because a confidant lives and breathes off of their relationship with you. Oh, this is good. The second category is your constituents. Your constituents. Your constituents are with it. They are with it. They are with the cause, not you. They are only with you because of the cause. That's it. Yeah. They will confuse you because they look just like a confidant. They're walking right beside you just like a confidant. They talk the same language as a confidant, but they are there because of the cause and not because of you. These are constituents. Their attraction is the mission. You can still have them with you, but you have to know why they're with you. They are with you as long as you are getting them closer and closer to the mission. And, and they walk just like the confidant, but understand that the constituent will leap out of your fellowship and jump onto another on. fellowship Come because on. it's helping to get them closer to where they're trying to go. It was never about you in the first place. It was about the cause. And if it furthers their agenda, they'll leave you in a heartbeat and leave you with your heart broken. Because you thought they loved you, they never loved you, they love what you do. And when they met somebody who could take them there quicker, they left you because it was never about you, it was about it. Come on, teeth, Jake. Yep. 
constituents. These three categories are divided by motives. The difference between the constituent and the confidant is motives. Come on. They do the same thing, but they do it for different reasons. Yeah. And the reason people get it confused is because they're both doing the same thing. They're both working. They're both standing right beside you. They're both in it to win it. They're both trying to encourage you. They're both fighting a good fight. One of them will be with you even if the cause goes down. One of them will be with you even if somebody comes and offers them a quick road to get there without you. But the other one, if they see a quicker route, or if they think it might be a quicker route, They'll leave they you. will leave you Come in on. a heartbeat. Come on. Yep. pick anybody like that you cannot have a room full of confidants you have to be able to work with people who come and go am i helping anybody these are constituents they come and go they come and go i like to call them scaffolding scaffolding goes right up against the building it snuggles up against the building it's so tight up against the building you can't get in between the scaffolding and the building but when the building is up the scaffolding goes some people come in your life to get you to your next destination they didn't come to stay they came to leave Whoa. you have to love them when they come and love them when they go and say the Lord, Lord giveth, give it, and, and the, the Lord, Lord take, take it, it away. away. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't get bitter over constituents. Amen. If you get bitter over constituents, it's because your mentality is still back up there on that back road. And you don't understand that you have to be a 360 thinker in order to handle it. I don't know whether I ought to give y'all this is my good stuff. It is good stuff because I had to learn this, y'all. I had to learn that can, can I, I had a lot of constituents came in my life. So you've got these, you've got these constituents, and they, and they come, and this is driving pastors today crazy. Because past people today join churches for different reasons than ever before. Sometimes it's not their commitment to the pastor at all. It's not their commitment to uh, the, 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 the him or his, his charisma or anything about that. Sometimes they'll join the church because the church feeds homeless people. And they have a passion for that. And they come and join their church, because your church, because it doesn't have anything to do with your preaching. In fact, while you're preaching, they're out there handing soup out. And then when, when they leave, the pastor is angry. You can't get angry about that, man. You can't get angry. Thank God you serve some soup. God bless you. Because in order for you to stay pure as a leader, if you don't get this now, you're going to become bitter and cynical and start fighting and lose the thing that got you there in the first place. Mm. As a leader, you have to be able to rejoice when people come, rejoice when they go. You, you got to be even killed because you you got to know you're going to have all, all those different types of people. You got to know that everybody that comes doesn't stay. You cannot have a love affair with a temp. Whoa. Whoa. You knew when she came. 
She was gonna work six months. That's why you call temporary services. Whoa. No, I'm not working. See, you gotta understand what I'm working on. I'm not working on the people that are coming and going. I'm working on the leader whose heart is broken about the people who are coming and going because you are feeling like you're up there but you are living like you're right here and I'm trying to get those things to come together that you begin to get the mentality yeah. of the position that you're in. Yeah, that's what God is doing with me. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I'm Lord. talking about the attitude of greatness necessitates that you do more than love when they come. You have to, for survival's sake, get to the point that you can handle people leaving. Mm. Oh, geez, that was a problem. Touch your neighbor and say, can you handle the truth? Yes, I can handle the truth. I was like, Lord, what's going on? It was only constituents, and though. And while you're going through this, God will let people leave you and leave you and leave you until he trains you. And after a while, they can leave you and you still be cool. Yes. Mm. How you doing? Because you understand it wasn't about you. And when you have people in your life who are there for you, then you don't desperately need everybody in your whole world to be there yes. for you. Amen. I'm trying to get you not to have a personal attitude yeah. in a professional situation. Did I tell y'all that? That's what that is. Because most need. people are living out their personal yeah. need in public places. Yeah. Number three, we're going to do comrades. 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 I'm your comrade. I'm in the fight with you. We will not stop. We will not deter. We will not desist until we have destroyed. I am here to help you fight. I am not for you. I am not for your cause. I am not for you. I am not what you are. I am not for what you are for. I am for what you are against. I joined up with you to help you fight what you are against. Yes. Lord have mercy. I know. <laughs> Comrades, when you are in a fight and somebody joins you in the fight, don't think they're your friend yeah. because they join you in the fight. I, I'm a comrade it may not too. be their attraction to you that made them fight beside you. It may be their frustration against your enemy that says, even I hate you so bad that even if I have to fight with her to get you, I'm going to get you out of the way. And so they are your comrades. Wow. The Pharisees and the Sadducees didn't even like each other. They sure did Jesus came along, they both got... Oh, I can speak Ooh, it anyway. Jesus. Come on now. Wow. The Pharisees and the Sadducees had been hating on each other for years. But when Jesus came along, they both got together and they came to question Jesus. Oh, the comrades. Now watch this. Oh. 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 
touch it and say, I see my team. 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 I understand now. Whether I'm running a beauty shop or a computer business, I'm going to have confidants. I'm going to have constituents. And I'm going to have comrades. comrades. And when it serves the purpose of moving what I'm the leader of forward, I will hook up with whoever I have to hook up with to do what I've got to do to get to the next level. There's nothing wrong with that as long as I understand which one of you is which. Okay. Amen. Amen. Don't let me get lonely and confide in a comrade. Because then when the fight is over, you're going to use what I told you to, to kill, kill me. Come on. Oh, Ooh, Jesus. That's what I'm talking about right there. Whoa. All right, Reese. Why ain't that kind of comrade? <laughs> I'm going to fight for you, but I ain't going to do that. They were never your friend in the first place. They was your comrade. Come on. They didn't betray you, Sister Betty. They were never for you. They were just along for the ride to help you fight who you were fighting against. And then they will use what you confided in them to destroy you. Because one thing you can count on a fighter to do is fight. Three things, y'all. Confidant, your constituents, and comrades. When I heard that message like two months ago, it really helped me understand a lot of things that was going on in Dr. D's business and ministry. And um, that's what daddy was showing me. He said, I got to get you to this point as where I'm taking you as a leader, as a speaker, as a representative represent uh, a representative uh, ambassador uh, ambassador for the kingdom of God you have to understand these different situations and I was like okay daddy you know yada 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 because this happened this happened just having a conversation right and so that message came up it's three types of people that's going to come around. And my Lord, you guys, when I heard that, it set me free. It really, like, broke the chains off of me and set me free. And so I have a better understanding on why people come and go with me. Because they're going to have a confidant. Like, I I, I can, let me see, one, two, three. I, I can really say I have five confidants. Truly, lifelong confidant that I can really, like, be myself. I can talk, express myself. When we have an opportunity to be together, I don't have to be in their face all the time. We we communicate. When God touched their heart, and it's always on time, that's how I know it's spiritual. It's a spiritual covenant. It's a spiritual relationship because we don't have to talk for in months. And I get a text or I get a message. Girl, give me a call. Sis, I'm checking on you. Then when I call them back, girl, using my spirit, I'm praying, da 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 da, and it be hitting it on the mark. 
Then I start sharing, and I give my heart and let them know how I really feel, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, we got you covered. You see what I'm saying? Then they got the constituents. They only come along to do, get what they need to get from Dr. D, and then they're gone. But see, I'm trying to keep them close, and God said, no, they're just constituents. Then they got the comrades. I really don't have that many comrades. Because I'm not that kind of person that's going to be vindictive. I can, and I could. Some things I have proof and evidence that really can take some people to court. You know what I'm saying? And fight. Oh, I could fight. Fight for my rights. Oh, you did ABC to me. You didn't honor your word towards me. Okay, so, hey, but I I, kind of, not kind of, you guys. I, I want Somebody at one time called me, oh, you just think you perfect patty. No, I'm not perfect patty, but it's just that I love God so much that I want to obey his word. And if you say, if I can hearken unto his voice, if I hearken unto his com- com- commandments, when I cry unto him, he will hear me. I have nothing that will hinder my prayers. You see what I'm saying? So the word God tells you, you're not supposed to bring your brother before an unjust judge. So I'm not just going to bring somebody to court if you say you're a brother or sister in the Lord. I'm going to bring you before the court of heaven. And you don't want that to happen. But you all know you can do that. I bring you before the court of heavens. And I'll lay the people out like Hezekiah did and say, okay, God, I need recompense for this. And then I walk away and I let God deal with it. But I know when I go to that degree, I already know some kind of outcome, it will manifest itself. So some things I don't even bring to the court of heaven. See, it's an order of things. And just because Dr. D don't mention some stuff, you know, people prejudge me. Oh, look at her. Look at her. She don't really know nothing. She's just going about doing stuff. Okay, just keep thinking that. I want you, like the Lord said, you my camouflage prophet. Just just, just keep thinking that. Just keep on. Just, just go ahead. But you know, at the end of all of this, when God starts manifesting and some stuff starts opening up, oh, man, I should have stuck with that sister. I know she was doing something, but oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. But guess what? I still got love for you. Got nothing but love for you. And God himself, Elohim, going to have us in a position to help all people, even the ones that are comrades, even the ones that was hating on you, even the ones that didn't stick by you, even the ones that laughed at you, even the ones that thought you were so sarcastic and you didn't like Sally Sue and you say this about John Boy and, and look what what happened there. You 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 uh 
and it wasn't an accident. I knew what I was doing. You took a picture of somebody email and sent it to the telephone text. And oh my God, that was the worst sin of all that just destroyed his whole relationship because you sent a picture of somebody information through the text to your phone that you could have either wrote it down and deleted it, but you made this big old mountain about it. So now I'm in the wrong. I am just, I am just in the wrong. And you don't have no place no more because you did this one little act and that was of the devil. You was wrong. Really? When everything is technology, the banks say send this, email this, text this, everything through text. You can tie it through text. I think that's personal information. You can pay your bills through your phone. But this person, they, 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 they're so self-righteous and so um, devilish and so looking for something to get rid of me because the light is exposing the darkness. You see what I'm saying? You see how people just take stuff out of proportion because they rather live in darkness until, and not get delivered out of that darkness because the light is being shined. I'm not responsible for that anymore. God has taken me up and leveled me up. I know where God is taking me, but I'm learning that people don't have patience with you. They don't have endurance with you. They really don't love you in spite of, it's just words now. That's why I tell you, uh-uh, you don't love me. Because if you love me, you're falling. I'm understanding the categories now. So even though they say they love me or they're with me, I know the priority where I'm at with you. So I know what categories to put you in. So I'm sharing this so you can know there are many of you guys out there that's dealing with the same thing. You got people that's coming, waltzing in and out your life, in and out your business, in and out your ministry, just in and out on your jobs, just in and out, in and out, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. Well, now you can be able to put them in categories. No love lost. Now you know how to deal with it better. Because, see, I was putting everybody in one pot to the point where the last two years, it was to the point that my heart was literally aching. You guys, you just don't know. I love people to the degree that my heart was aching. I was literally feeling my heart crush because it's like no matter what Dr. D did to extend her heart, passion, support, hey, I'm there, I'm, I'm, I'm faithful, I pray, Lord, what you want to do for them? Sow into their life. Sow into their ministry. Sow into their business. Give when I don't even have. Or give what I have that I reserve for myself. And say, you know what? I believe God. He can restore that. Let me sow that into their ministry. Let me sow that into their business. Let me sow this time. Let me do this here. Okay, you be blessed on this one here. Now, the next one, yeah, you got to pay for that one. But 
I'll sow into your ministry on the next one. And I didn't understand what was going on, you guys. A lot of times, we don't know what's going on until we really stop observing report. And that's been my mission this year. That was my 2019. That this year, I'm going to really observe and report to myself with the word of God. I'm going to observe every situation because where God is taking me for 2020 and forward and the things that is about to happen in this earth, in our community, in this world, we got to be shocked. The devil is exposing himself like never before and we have deception right in our face. We sit at the table with the spirit of deception. We have deception in our ministry. We have deception in our organization, in our business. We have deception rolling rapidly in our family. And guess what? It's killing us. And the things that I've been hearing people suffering. Oh, girl, I'm suffering from this. My head, now they got this new thing. Oh, girl, you probably got some vertigo. What, what the world vertigo? What is that? I ain't got none of that in the name of Jesus. I lay hands on myself and cast that stuff out. And in in the in the in the march, the Holy Spirit showed me. He said, God say the time is up. I said, time is up. You are no longer in survival mode. You're in thrival mode. It's time for you to get out this place. Yes, Lord. Now, I didn't know how I was going to do it. The money didn't come this year like it was for because it's like I, I dealt with debts. De- I had to take, uh, I took on some assignments, and it, it cost me. Uh, he gave me something to do, and I thought I was able to do it. It's just a lot of things that just didn't work out. Um, then some some family stuff happened. And I really didn't have the days. Then I had to overwork on on the night. It's just a lot of things that had happened, you guys. But I kept moving. I kept going forward. I kept pressing towards that mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ. The prize, not material things, but the prize of the spiritual realm. That's what I was hungry for. Because that's what we need. And I'm going to show you guys how to get it, what to do, how to identify these all little bitty amps and these unclean spirits and little bitty things that easily distract us and deter us and derail us to not to fulfill the, the original assignment that God has called us to do. And we won't get caught up into this riffraff of other people's personalities and other people's issues. And when I heard that message, the three things, three types of people that you can always have. Man, that set me free. I said, oh, that's what's going on. Well, Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Because I was like, wait a minute. I'm going to check myself, y'all. 
somebody comes around, okay, okay, yeah, all right. But no, this not, but this is what happened. But no, this is what you did. Okay, all right. I, I apologize. I repent. Who who I got to apologize to? I make a public announcement. But I'm telling you, A, B, C, D, F, G. Well, that just shows me right there. They didn't even care about my heart. They didn't care how I felt. They didn't care the situation, what I was in. You didn't take time out to realize. Wait, hold on, hold on. This girl is walking. This girl is catching a bus. This girl is working two jobs. This girl is still maintaining. This girl is doing all of this. My sister is making sure that all this is straight for me. Wait a minute, hold up. Wait a minute, devil. I am not going to let you come in and steal from my sister because of something that happened here. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about it, and, and, and the love going to be stronger. That don't happen for me. People find a fault, chop it up, throw it at me, and then they just move it on on like flickery, like I'm a piece of paper. And I can always feel in the spirit that it's not the same no more because, hey, I'm not jumping jumping hoops. You know? You know? So I had to go to God myself. A lot of times we got to go to God ourselves. Don't go to the individual no more because they already showed you where you stand with them. Now you have to do your part. Like he said, you can't. Allow the personal, the heart matter, because there was a motive behind it. And because of the motive, that's the identification of, is that person a constituent, a comrade, or a confidant? A confidant. Now you can put them in categories. And like he said, the dangerous, the, the two dangerous ones are the confidant and the constituent because they look the same, they act the same, they're going to be right there by your side, they're going to be all this here, but sooner or later, you're going to really know who's who. And so that's what I had to identify, and I know that's going to help a lot of people out there that listen to me right now. And even some that may had me on your team and you just oust me out or wean me like I say on the other episode you wean me away by not making sure I knew know anything that's happening cause the first thing I always get where well, it was on, on Facebook we made the announcement on Facebook okay but that's not how it used to be I used to at least get a phone call or a text also, now I got to find it out about, about everything on Facebook now. So I already know where I stand. When they when they get to that point, I already know where I stand with that person. Or with that group, or with that organization. Hey, no love lost. Because, see, I know my assignment, y'all. I know my calling. And I have a track record. It don't... It, and so... Sometimes I see where God will put two people that have had the same experiences or whatever, but iron sharpened iron. Something still needs to be fine-tuned, right? And so even though we may have the same experiences, 
same things have probably been done to each party and that makes you come together and click but eventually that iron going to sharpen to the point that somebody's going to say ouch it's going to touch a part that they ain't going to want to deal with so either you're going to draw me in or you're going to draw me out I'm going to draw you in or I'm going to draw you out and see, I try to draw people in and keep them in, but the Lord said, no, that's that's energy wasted. This is what I need you to do and keep on moving. And vice versa, they probably do the same thing. But if we understand our part that are being played in this whole film, because our life is really a movie. And everybody have a part to play in their movie. Everybody's not a director. Everybody's not a producer. Everybody's not a screenwriter. Everybody not an artist or illustrator. Everybody have their own part. You might just have some feelings. And we'll get the feelings mixed up, like he said, for the confidant. So Dr. D in her life right now. This is where I'm at in 2019. I'm beginning to identify the team. Because he told me that in 2017, I'm building your team. And I was I'm, I was trying to understand that. Now I'm understanding more and more. And I know who I have on my team. Well, God has helped me build my team. And, I'm, and, and I was sharing with the individual Saturday. Um, I was individual Saturday. That's awesome and powerful, and I'm glad that, that that's how you see me, and, and we, we can do this together. However, you have to make sure you set your boundaries because where your heart is, people are navigating to you too. And you got to understand the difference. Because, see, when when that train starts moving, everybody's going to jump on a train, and everybody's going to put their advice in. They want to be a part of it. They even gonna tell you, oh, I don't think you need to have access to that, cause, you know, like somebody had told me and said, oh, she talked too long. You need to do, she need to do something else because they don't know what it is. The Lord was showing me, no, when you speak, the light is shining on their darkness and they don't want to hear your voice. Just like the devil say, oh Jesus, you here before time? Are you here to torment us before time? And Jesus kept on walking. He ain't had time for that, cause he had an assignment. I know my part, and I am to play when God connect me with folks. And that's the bottom line, no matter what happens. And I make sure I sow good seeds no matter what. I extend information to everybody, free of charge. So how you can come along and try to put my name in something that... I don't care about somebody. That's the devil. I'm sorry. And it's not the spirit of God. You're supposed to know who labor among you. And so this is what that is doing with me. He's showing me, and this is what he's doing with you guys. You must know the difference that's coming and going in your life so you don't get all tricked up and get all emotional and waste a lot of energy for nothing. All right? So this is kind of extensive. 
and I haven't had an opportunity to really share with you guys um, like I normally do, um, but I am getting needed rest, and I'm I'm being obedient to the Father, and if people really understand and love me like they say they love me, you will understand what God is doing with me, period. And I won't have to explain nothing. You do like my, my confidant. What you doing? Okay, let's go get something to eat. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. I already know you may not continue. We'll do dinner if you want to do dinner. But you tell us what you want and then, hey, we're going to do this. You know, I said, well, let's do breakfast. I'm, I'm, let's do breakfast. Because, you know, in the evening time, in the evening time, I have a whole nother mindset in the evening. So I want you guys to really understand that in this season of your life, no matter what are you doing, be careful on how you treat people. Be careful how you talk to your sister and brother in the Lord. Know the difference. Be careful with those that have stuck by you when you was trying to build that ministry, trying to build that platform. When everybody laughed at you, when you didn't get no support, when people was coming in and leaving out, be very careful that when you get to that point when it's taking off and it's riding the wave now, everything is good, and now you want to discontent and, and detach the very person that was there for you, be careful with that. You're never supposed to forget. Get your mouth off them. Don't try to make it seem like they did A, B, C, D, F, G. And no, it's because maybe they did point out something. Or maybe something that they did and you didn't like. If you talked about it, okay, it's done over with. But don't breach the relationship. Don't change. And if the person reaching out to you, at least they're trying. Don't just... You know, oh, well, I already told you it's A, B, C, D, F, G. Oh, okay. But you didn't give me no date. You just gave me the month. You see what I'm saying, you guys? So I'm going to get off this episode, and I'm going to title this, and I'm going to put this on a separate episode. And uh, I was trying to keep it all in the same feed, but it's going to be a lot. It's going to be about, like, two hours. And I want to make sure that my transcriber be able to pull certain stuff. Um, but then I like to have stuff on the same thing, so you can just have that one little, that one little um, stream. But I'm excited what Daddy is doing with all of us, and 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 I was awakened with with the heart. He said he tried to raise the heart, and this is what he means. Um, it's our motives. It's a thin line of deception with motives. So that's why you got to know the difference. And the if you know the difference then you kind of can weigh out the motives and you have a better understanding and then you can still function on. You'll be able to utilize 
every person that come your way because now you understand what part they play when they come into your world. When they come into your atmosphere, when they come into your organization, your business, your ministry, no matter what you're doing, when a person show up in your life and start doing certain things or be part of ABC, you know how far to go with that person. You'll know where they stand. You'll know what part in the category by the actions, by the things they say, their words. Because, see, I'm going to show you who I am in the beginning of our relationship. I don't have time to be perpetrating. I'm going to be myself. But if I find myself, i got to be a certain way around you because you're around somebody else. Well, I'm not being free. You're not allowing me to be free. And that means you're not really free to have me around you because now you got this quote-unquote little stigma going on that you got to be a certain way. No, be true to you. Be you. If you can be yourself, why can't be myself? Think about that, y'all. Why you got to have control of my actions, my mannerism, because of A, B, C, D, F, G. But, oh, you could be yourself. Come on. Let's tell the truth and shame the devil. Let's be out in the open. Let's get it cleared up. Let's have an understanding. Because I always tell people, Oh, you're saying that now, but see, when you start growing and people coming in, it's going to change. Oh, no, I'll never change against you. Oh, no, I I know your spirit. And I just smile. But praise the good Lord. I, praise the Lord. It's so good to hear that. But soon and very soon, y'all, guess what? It shows up. And I just step back and say, whoop. There go another one. To the point, and I'm going to leave with this here. I'm going to close with this. A pastor knew my spirit from almost 15, 20 years ago. As he said, he said, y'all been following me on Facebook, and girl, you still you still have that little, that little um, the humor inside of you. He said, I like that about you. He said, you're a blessing. I love your spirit. He said, A, B, C, D, F, G. He said, when? He said, this happened, and he he had to call me himself to apologize for misunderstanding for something because I was full of going to speak at something. And because of somebody I knew, matter of fact, it was a family member, okay, and some things got crossed up, but I also took a stand and told the individual, you're not going to get me caught up because you dropped the ball on something. Don't make it seem like it was my fault. No, it wasn't because if truth be told, let's go back. I did more promoting than I even saw you promoting your own event. I did more promoting. I did more marketing. I even did a flyer for your event that you didn't even have set yet on the Facebook calendar. So how did I forget? You see how people be trying to throw you underneath the bus. So, because a certain stuff didn't happen the way it's supposed to happen, everything was canceled, right? Everything was canceled. But the pastor himself called me. 
y'all. And this is the first thing that he said. He said, sis, no matter what happened, I'm taking the fall for this. He said, but I want to let you know one thing. I know your spirit. That's all he said. And I want to get this straight. And we will have this. And you will be here. And you will bring that word. He said, we are restructuring some stuff. And I want to call you personally and let you know this. And I want you to know that I enjoy your ministry. I, you just, my Lord. Because he know where I came from. And see, a lot of times, a lot of individuals get caught up with that too because they really don't know where you came from. And if somebody's sharing with me where you came from, I'm going to take that to heart and I'm going to remember that. And that's going to even unite me more with you because you're telling me where you came from. So it gives me a better understanding on the type of person you are. So I'm getting to know who I'm laboring with. So, yeah, now I'm learning your spirit. I'm learning who you are, and that's how I can stick by you. Even in your flaws, even in your your words that you say sometimes to other people, that, what? Why? I ain't going to get into that. I don't even say nothing about it, but I see it. Just because I don't say nothing, don't mean I don't see it. But that's not going to make me, make me better than you. Hey, I'm a confidant. I know my place. But also, I know your spirit. So now, because I know your spirit, and another spirit come and bring something up, then hey, okay, yeah, but I know her spirit. So she didn't mean nothing about that. Hello, come on, trying to help somebody. So this pastor called and said, I know your spirit. And this is what we're going to do. So right then and there, then we share. And I can say, I can say that that person could be my confidant because he knew where I came from. He knew I came out this terrible domestic violence marriage because he was the officer at that time at the bank when certain stuff had conspired. I went to the same church, was in his class. He was my professor. So he know me as a sister in Christ, y'all. Okay, that's all. He knew me. And I can really say that's a brother in Christ. So do we really want to take time to know people? Or we just want to be constituents. Like he said, I'm just with you with the cause. And when the cause is over with, then I'm, I'm done. Or are you going to fall into a comrade position? I really don't like you. But, no, I don't really like you, but I know you don't like that person. Either So I'm going to join with you because I don't like that person either. So I'm going to help you fight against that person. I think we need to be comrades 
towards each other because we have one common enemy, and that's the devil, not each other. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but it's the wicked one, and that's the devil. But I understand what he was saying, too. That's the ones you got to watch, too. I don't think Judas uh, had anything against Jesus. It's just that Jesus was not doing what he thought Jesus would do. So he got kind of tired and weary. And when the Pharisees came his way, he was easy to be bought. Because, to be honest with you, before he ended his own life, he recognized that Jesus was Lord. He was the true master. And he asked for forgiveness. And so he didn't understand that Jesus had already forgiven him. He just had to go back and go back to Jesus. But he was so humiliated that he he just took his own life. Because he couldn't believe that he did that to the person and didn't do no wrong to him. That extended his whole ministry towards him. See, you guys, you got to look at a whole lot of things. I know I'm going over my time, way over my time. Almost an hour with this. But you got to start looking at the whole perspective of everything, you guys. See, I look at everything. I look at everything. Because I don't want no relationship hindered. No bridge burnt. Because I don't care how you look at it, you guys. You're going to come back to that bridge. And if you destroyed that bridge or burnt that bridge, how you going to cross over it? That's going to be the same very bridge you got to go to. And I can honestly say, no matter who I came in contact with, I can show up. They'll see me and the only thing they can do is shake their head because they know. And I can smile at them and say, hey, what's up? And my heart is pure. I have no ill will towards you because I didn't do you anything. I was a blessing to you. You turned around and made it a curse. You detached yourself from me. You walked away. You called yourself trying to find a fault and try to make it seem like I was the bad guy because of things that was being shown towards you you won't deal with. And even with that, I still love you with the love of Christ. I'm still promoting. I'm still praying for you because God said pray for you. Pray for those that despitefully use you and say all manner of evil against you. Pray for them. Bless them. So I can't really be an enemy because I don't say I don't see these individuals sending blessings my way. Because <laughs> see, if I see that you you feel that you're an enemy to me, I'm gonna sow a seed into your ministry. I'm gonna do something to show a blessing. And bless you and say, you know what? I'm going to bless you in the name of Yahshua. And just let it be that. But I'm going to get off of this here because this is, whoa, this is serious. And I pray you enjoyed that. And I should have went to the next episode on that. But, yeah. I have some other things to share. And uh, we're going to put that on the next episode. All right, you guys. So I pray you enjoyed it. A little reflection. Later, this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor.
All right. I love you guys. I love you. Yes, I do. God bless you. Okay, so let's talk about this word deception. What is deception? Uh, if we really, we really don't know we've been deceived to after the fact <laughs> most of the time. Um, a lot of individuals, I hear a lot of stories how after one, two, three years, something will pop up and then the person just automatically and say, well... You know, in the beginning, that's what I was going to do anyway. You'd be going like, er, what? Yeah, my main objective was A, B, C, D, F, G. Well, see, in their hearts, they already knew they was coming to deceive you. But they came to you as an angel of light. They came to you sheep, a wolf in sheep clothing. They came to you even with the word of God to weigh you or sway you into what they wanted you to do for them or or obtain something from you. They came to you in that spirit of deception, but you didn't know. Okay. So, so in these last moments of our lives, deception is going to be right in our face, y'all. So you're going to have to look and say, okay, are you going to really overlook that deception for titles? Because they're going to have titles, they're going to be leaders, everything going to be political. They're going to have people who have major platforms, ministers, bishops, apostles, preachers, teachers. These are going to be main key people that's going to be walking in the spirit of deception. And so you have to make sure that you are in the right place, that you are not trying to... Um, get into that fame world. You see what I'm saying? Or, or trying to make a name for yourself or try to... Any little weakness that you have, the enemy going to use that other person with that spirit of deception to come into your life. So that's why God say, I'm trying, I'm testing the very... Um, the heart issues of every man. I'm exposing everything that needs to be exposed. Because in the last couple of, man, it's going to have some, some stuff going to be, man. We got demons already walking before us, but you're going to literally see them. I mean, I see them already. But you're going to like, wait a minute, I know I didn't just saw that. They're going to be walking among us, but you can see that that's a demon. Deception is an action of deceiving someone. An example, obtaining property by deception, obtaining a certain status quo, a position. It's a thing that deceives. It's a range of elaborate deception. It's a range of small acts that lead up to the final act of deception. Deception is a noun. And what is a noun? It's a person, place, a thing. So that means an enemy going to go and use a person, 
going to use things. It's going to even use a place, a territory, a region, a community, a network. It's going to use something to lure you in to be deceived. To send them for deception <clears throat> is deceit, deceitfulness. Uh, it's going to duplicate. It's going to deal with fraudulent acts, cheating, trickery, hoodwinking. I'm always using that word. Underhandedness, slidness, cunningness, craftiness, um, willful, willful, willingness to be will, to beguile you. Dissimulation, bluff, lying, pretense. Trickery. Lord, they got more. It's going to be an informer that's going to inform you of crookedness or different actions. Monkey business. Funky business. Hanky-panky. Jiggery-pokery. Now, these are the synonyms of deception. They got on. They got down here informal ecology. Got to find out what that is. Archaic uh, management. That sounds like chaotic management. Uh, uh, the court found that they had obtained money by deception. Oh, okay, they're giving the meaning of that. Okay. And that's like, you know, uh, like in the trading business, in the stock business. Sometimes they get a, a wolf on a stock or something. Oh, this company is about to unfold. You might want to go and sell all your stocks, and they're going to go buy that company. Go buy some stocks in that, so when they buy it, stocks will go up and you'll make some money. So you, so that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking that is. Obtaining money by deception. Manipulation. People obtain money by manipulation. You know, they say they got this event happening or whatever, and it costs... A, B, C, D, F, G, but behind the scenes, they're making some mega bucks behind it. And they're saying that they're using it for here and there, but they're really pulling their little pot out. I know somebody's doing that right now. And um, God's going to expose that because now they're supposed to be giving some money back to some of the partners, and they're not. They, f- they feel that they give them a discount. Okay, well, I have to give you a discount on your program, but you still got to pay ABCDFG. Okay, we already know what's going to happen with that. Uh, stick with me for this long. Help me with this project, and uh, I'll make sure you get this and you get that. I was doing something in my office, and I got to tell you, y'all know, hey, this is my diary. This, this is my radio show, okay? And, and this is my diary. And I can share this. So I'm in the office, right? And I'm redoing the office. I'm taking the pictures down or whatever. And so the way I wanted my TV, okay, um, it was suggested to me, well, I'm going to, don't forget it. I owe you a TV. I'm going to get your TV. Uh, You want it right there? Well, get the man and put the plug right there in the attachment so when I put your TV up, you already have your stuff right there. Well, guess what? If that was the case, I could have had the man put the outlet at the bottom because guess what? The TV ain't never got there. 
So I was sowing seed into or investing into a project, taking somebody's word. I was being deceived. I got deceived. Taking somebody's word that they're going to honor their word and get my TV and put it up there. It ain't never happened. Just like my computer. Oh, I'll get you another computer. Uh, I know where to go get the computers and everything. You've been a blessing. You you sowing your seed. Every project we have, you you meet it. I'm telling you, you've been there from the beginning. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I honor my word. And I'm going to get you your computer. I'm going to get you your TV. I ain't got nothing. I was deceived, y'all. I know I was deceived. But trust me. Just because I was deceived, that person still got to reap the lie. Whatsoever man sow it, that shall he reap. You see what I'm saying? I sow good seeds with a pure heart for a pure vision to come to pass, but you didn't honor your word. You didn't stay the long haul. You didn't honor your word. Hello. So you don't worry about that, y'all. Um, they got here Archaic Schiff. And it, wait, am I pronouncing that right? Another form of deception. Informal flanker. Archaic Schiff or Fetch. And they got on here in parentheses next to it saying that it means she had proof that this was a deception. So that's what that means. Informal flanker. She had proof that this was a deception. Archaic shift or fetch. These two sentences is attached to that meaning. I can oh, I can point out a lot of that too. So deception comes in a lot of different forms. Um, kind artists, tricks, scams, setup, game. Some type of sting, you know, swindle, maneuver. You see, and so a lot of that is a lot of that's going on in ministry. A lot of deception is going on in ministry. They sit at their round table. Sometimes they round table themselves and say, "Okay." I need this amount of dollars, so I need to have this going on so I, the money can come in and then I can pay for A, B, C, D, F, G. They already go into it with a spirit of deception instead of just saying, like I do. When I have campaigns, I say, look, I'm raising, um, I want to help this person with their project. You can even sell the money or just get the, get the item. You see what I'm saying? Collect the baby dolls. So if somebody gave me a donation, five dollars for the baby dolls, I went right there and, and bought the, the the baby dolls. I had the receipt. The problem come in at if the person is not upfront with me with everything. I only have limited resources, and those resources come from me working. And as I always state, and that's probably the only thing that my boom factor family will hear from me that I don't have this mega uh, financial supporters 
that's backing me like I see other people have their backing. They can get online and say, look, I need $5, I need an offering, and they can raise $10,000 in 10 minutes. When it takes me 10 months to raise $20. Something ain't wrong, something ain't right with that. And that's why I don't even put pressure on people. I say, look, I'm having this campaign. Look, you you can sow into good ground because this is what we're doing. And I show what I'm doing. You see? Only thing I ask for is win-win. If Redeemed by the Blood Ministry helps support your ministry, well, what's the problem? Add my logo to your, to your, to your, to your ministry. That this person's a partner helping me support this ministry. What's so hard by adding my logo? You add everybody else's logo. You see where I'm, you see where I'm going? I spirit deception. You did not do that by yourself. When people sow and get to me, what I do? I acknowledge you guys. If you have a logo or your picture, I'll put your picture on my flyer, on my Facebook page, on my website. I will acknowledge you. I will let people know, hey, this ABC, unless this person really say, no, I don't want, just put anonymous. I don't want to be. Please don't put my face on that. Please don't do that. I have a lot of people that come to my workshop or whatever. Please, I don't want to take no picture. But why you don't want to take no picture? Would you ashamed to be part of my, my, my workshop? No, it's not that. But what is it? Because, see, pictures and logos, stuff, that's verification that my program is working. Sometimes people just don't, they don't, they, they don't like to take pictures. And sometimes that's just what it is. They don't just don't want to take pictures. I love taking pictures. I take pictures of everything. I record everything and I take pictures of everything. Yes, I do. So now you know. I don't have nothing to hide. Sometimes some people do. I don't know. I'm not ashamed to be around nobody. I value every person that comes into my life. If they don't want to take a picture, I respect that. I will honor that. And I will not take a picture of you. And I'll make sure I write that in the the, 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 the remarks. Others attended but choose not to take pictures. And even for the TV program or whatever, I get people to sign a waiver. We will take pictures. Your pictures will probably pack, um, be seen in the promo, the marketing side of the ministry or the business. And so now you waive your right. And, and the liability against the ministry or the organization to use your picture in our advertisement or our promo, or our PR, whatever you want to put it. A lot of individuals don't do that, and in the long run, you can get in trouble for that. And a lot, and then sometimes people say, oh, that's deep. You sure? You got to do all that? I mean, yes, you got to do all that, because things will come back and bite you three to five years later. 
So you might as well have your stuff together. And daddy always told me, he said, whatever you do, always do it like you're a Fortune 500 company already. So as you grow, only thing you have to do is tweak your stuff. You already have your stuff in order. And that's how I deal with everything that I do, you guys. And that's why it's so important that even with myself, I strive to uh, make sure that I have some things um, covered. So that's the meaning of that, and um, just be aware of people that come your way. Um, sometimes you just don't know to after the fact. See what I'm saying? So don't beat yourself up. Sometimes you really don't know. Sometimes people seem legit and genuine, but at the end of the day, you'll find out who they are. Most of the time, I always tell people, just let people talk. Because sooner or later, they're going to tell you who you are, who they are anyway, by just how they, what they're talking about. And you kind of can sum it up and say, whoa, okay, gotcha. All right? All right, you guys. I'm going to give some coffee now. I think I've been on here for almost two, three hours. And um, our testing, our trials come our way. So God can test and try the reins of your heart. You want to see how just he just wants you to see. And then you have to make the adjustments. And they're good adjustments because he's taking you somewhere. Where God is taking you, you have to make sure that you are clear. So you won't get caught up. And I know with me, I have to make sure that I'm clear. That my emotions and personal attachments are detached. Because I was like, I got a problem. I don't, I can't see myself. Everything is attached together, Lord. How am I going to separate this? He said, I'm going to show you. I'm going to bring you through some stuff. going to cause you. It's going to force you to separate yourself. And who did he do that in the last two years? Wow. It hurt it, too. My heart was like, man, it hurt it. I can honestly tell you, I was hurting. Hurting real bad. Hurting real bad. I literally felt my heart like somebody just literally grabbed my heart and just scrunching and said, I'm going to destroy you. 
squeezing my heart to sometimes I felt like I couldn't breathe because the pain was so deep. The hurt was so deep. When you trust somebody with their words, you trust that person, you believe in that person, and you put them high priority over everything, no matter what nobody has said to you and told you to beware, be watchful, be careful. Nah, that person would never do me that. Nah, we didn't been, we been, we didn't had our little issues, but we cool. Okay, keep keep thinking that. Because soon as you don't do what they think you're supposed to do to them and for them, they're going to crush you. And lo and behold, it happened. And I wasn't just crushed by one circumstance. It was like boom, 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 right behind each other, y'all. And I didn't think I was going to make it. But I took a deep breath. Held on to the to the horns of the altar and cried out to my daddy. And he comforted me. Then he had to start teaching me. He had to start showing me some stuff. And he had to let me know, daughter, you're not gonna go to hell because you say no. You're not. I'm not mad with you if you tell these people you need your money up front. Make people pay. Your service is worth it. You still don't charge what you should charge. But at least whatever you're charging, get your money up front. I'm trying, I'm, I'm doing my best to take you to your wealthy place. I know where your heart is. So daddy had to bring me through these events in my life, you guys, to separate. You know, I'm good now. I'm still learning. I'm still seeing you guys. It's, you know. That, that was that's a, a, a part of codependency that I'm going to touch on some stuff too. And so before I get into the generational matter series, I had to make sure all this is taken care of. It's not that I took the devil word because I heard him. I heard the devil tell me, you teach that series, I'm going to attack you. I'm going to attack your family. I'm going to destroy everything that you got. You're not going to teach this. Walk away from it. And then start, some stuff started happening. People started dying. You know, my daughter almost... Two times the devil tried to steal my daughter's life, y'all. He, he couldn't do nothing. But the, the weapon formed, but it didn't prosper. Because guess what? She thriving. The baby thriving. But it, it caused a delay. It really was... Even with that, the Lord was saying... It wasn't even all about your daughter anyway. It was about you. Remember, the devil wants you. He is, he can't stand you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to stop you, but he can't. I would not allow that, but you will be tested. He will come. He's going to keep coming. So because of that, I'm going to train you. I am in a tactical, I am like really going through the blue seal uh, what they call it, mercenary training. <laughs> that's that's the training beyond the training of the military training. That's the special forces. I'm going through the special forces training, y'all. I have to. 
if if I'm going to stay in the course. That's where I'm at. And I have accepted it now. I'm not fighting against it anymore. So I'm going to make some coffee. Uh, I think I'm going to share a little kind of enough special time with you guys. Y'all can kind of see where I'm flowing at, you know. Uh, still moving and shaking some things. Uh, I guess y'all say, wow, it's a long process. You still moving. Yeah, when you kind of dealing with working and trying to get your rest and you, the distance, you know, you got to utilize the funds you have. You don't have access to a vehicle like you want. So you just got to do what you got to do, and that's what I'm doing. I'm doing what I have to do, but I'm getting it done. Yeah, it may be a little longer than some others, but yeah, I'm doing what I need to do. And it's getting done, and I'm doing it with joy. I'm doing it with with peace and harmony with myself, with God, and with others. And in the midst of all of it, some other things are happening that's good. And so, hey, I'm good. I'm good, it's good. I just need people to be good with me. And then I understand, too, that's not going to always happen because, as you heard in other episodes, you got three people that come in your life. So I understand why. So even with that, I don't even force that no more. I take it one day at a time, and that's what I'm doing. Those that have ears to hear, hear my heart. I love you. I'm there for you. Can you be there for me? That's all I'm asking. I have many that listen to me locally, okay, and internationally, in other states. Those that are right here in Houston that's listening to me, hear my heart. Okay, don't don't try to take things and, and, and use it as a weapon against me. But this is coming from my heart. This is how I feel. You know my spirit. Don't act like you don't know my spirit. You know my spirit. If you really stop and think about it and say, wait a minute, this person really welcomed me. This really person gave me some really information. This person really has the heart of God. I need to stop acting like this. Yeah, you do need to stop acting like this. But it's not for me to just come in your face and say that. You have to do it. You have to put the effort in. Because I put my effort in. The word of God says, if you want a friend, show yourself friendly. And when I meet new people, that's the first thing I do. If you're doing A, B, C, D, F, G, S, oh, you know what? I got something on that. I email it to you. I shoot it to you. No questions asked. I'm showing myself friendly. I don't have time. It's not enough time in the day. But I don't have time for the pettiness. I don't have time to sit here and say, I don't like that person. I don't like this person. I ain't got time. I don't have time for that. That is elementary. And I think it's really, um, it's really, um, what's the best word I can put on my part? I can't even, I can't even think of a word. I'm just sharing my heart now. I don't have time for all that. And I'm not going to make time for it. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not going to entertain it. I'm going to do my best to show my best with my best. My only thing is, I try to strive and show and share with people. When I'm tired, 
leave Dr. D alone. If she tired and she show up somewhere and she tell you she tired, the best thing you can do is give Dr. D a hug. Girl, I love you. I miss you. I'm praying for strength in the Lord. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's the best thing that you can say for me, and I respect that. But don't go nitpicking me. Don't ask me no questions. Don't do all this other kind of stuff because you're going to get it. It's going to come out. It ain't going to come out all sweet, happy, joy, love. It's just going to come out flow. And then now you're going to take that and go run off. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with Danielle. Dr. D, because I asked her a question, Lord have mercy, and she came and said this here. Man, she got some issues. She must don't like me. Oh, she ain't came around me. She ain't hugged me. She ain't do this here. Okay, this, what happened? Oh, that girl just came from work. She probably tired. Y'all see what I'm saying? How people just take stuff and run with it. I'm telling you. Y'all should know me by now. I already say this once and I say it again. If I am, the all the stuff that I do, yeah, I get tired. But I'm not going to just go up there, oh, Lord, I'm not going to go as a wimp. I may even look tired. But don't speak that over me. Oh, sister, I'm praying for your strength in the Lord. I know God has you on many assignments, and I'm believing God that he will have you, give you strength and grace to fulfill it. That's what I need from you guys. Those that say you're spiritual, the strong, better infirmities of the weak, hear me, because I know some of y'all are listening. I know you're listening to my program, and I love you, and I appreciate you listening to me. Hear my heart. I'm telling you what you should say to me. Yes, I do. And I'm not just moving around, just moving around. I'm progressing. Things are moving. You got people that's just doing stuff and just doing stuff. But, hey, progression comes my way. The manifestation, BC, my fate. The, like Paul say, try my fate and you see my works. And my works will demonstrate my fate. That's it. So most of the time, when I'm going somewhere, I'm leaving from work. All right? And I'm pressing my way to to whatever it is. If I'm coming to you, I have, out of obedience, I'm coming to you, but I'm sacrificing my time that I could be resting. See, a lot of leaders, a lot of people don't don't take time out with people and understand that they're striving to be obedient, but they're really sacrificing a part of them to support you. But but some people get cocky and get this attitude like they have to come. People don't have to do nothing, you guys. As leaders, people don't have to come to your church. They don't have to give their money. They don't have to serve you. They don't. They have freedom to do whatever they want. But they want to obey God. And what makes us as leaders and pastors and bishops and apostles to talk to people any kind of way because we feel that we are in that position in this quote-unquote your vision, your church, your business, 
your organization give you a right to treat people the way you treat people. You don't know what that person had to go through to get to where they're at to show you support. That $20, 30 $60, $100, $200, $1,000, whatever it is that they give to your ministry, that they give to your business, or whatever how it comes, you guys, it's a sacrifice on their behalf, but it's obedience to the voice of God to help support you. So how dare you get up there and talk about people and make them feel like, well, what's the use? Then you're upset if they don't show up or they don't come back. Come on, y'all. Come on. We got to get this. See, that's the spirit of deception and the wrong motive. And so I just come and tell y'all, hey, this is me. Like somebody call and say, well, I hope I didn't offend you. We just were trying to be a blessing to you. Yeah, I appreciate it, but that caused fear, and I don't want to operate in fear. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you, Apostle, that I want to be able to focus on when I'm going somewhere. I don't need to be praying for something else to get me to point A to point B, and that's not what God told me. Not regress, I'm progressing, and, and I just can't do that. So I'm honestly telling you, I just can't accept that. It's not so much as not being humble and, and going through. I done did, who 25, 30 years of that, baby. Almost 40 years like Moses. I think Dr. D then humbled herself, then sacrificed to the point that the relationship, even with my children, I've given all. I, I've separated myself from my family for the cause of Christ and served the body of Christ well. I know I serve well with the very being of my being. I've served the body of Christ well. And I have no shame about it. Everything I do, I do it well. So yeah, it hurts when people do and say and act a certain way towards me because I don't act a certain way for them. That's control. You're not letting me be myself. You don't love me with an unconditional love. You got a condition with it. And it needs to stop. And this is my heart and this is what I'm sharing. When I'm tired, don't come nitpicking me about crazy stuff. I'm at an age right now, yeah, I look young, but I got some age on me, y'all. I'm not this little girl, I'm not 20, 30 years old that don't know nothing. I'm going on 54 years old this year, y'all. I'm almost 60 years old. And you think I got time for somebody to come and nitpick me about some elementary stuff? The devil is a lie. I'm on a whole nother plane here. So I'm telling y'all in love, those that are listening to me, I love you. I can call y'all out, but I'm not going to do that. I know you listen to my program. So please, just because you don't see me don't mean I'm not with you. I'm trying to get some stuff together because I'm, 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 I'm on this, 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 I'm standing firm on the word of God. And I have my confidants, but they're outwards. 
God bringing them in, but I do have my confidants. And I got a lot of constituents. Oh, Jesus. A lot of constituents. And comrades, nah, I don't deal with comrades. Only comrades I'm dealing with, the ones that are fighting the same enemy I'm fighting with, and that's the devil. Now, we can come together like that, but coming together to go against somebody, I never did do that. But I will stand with you. If I see somebody mistreating you, I'm going to stand with you. I'm going to stand by you, and I got your back because I see it's happening, and it's not right. My only thing is what gets for me with Dr. D is that when I stand with you and I've detached myself from the same attachment that was with you and now you didn't left me, you're not standing and backing me up, then that makes me look like a fool. And I ain't nobody's fool. Sorry. So I'm 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 like real disappointed. That yes, I, I I do be tired physically. We all get tired physically. But just have some mercy on Dr. D. I walks a lot. I'm on the bus. It's not your problem though. It's personal. It's not your problem. But when you when you when you when you look at the whole perspective, you guys, and I'm talking about to the ones that's close to me here in Houston. A lot, a lot of people that listen to this program. They live in Houston. And I'm going to share this on another episode because I, I feel this needs to be told and shared. And maybe I'll start getting some better phone calls, some better texts, and some better emails and respond to emails. Because, see, I do a lot of my work on the bus. See what I'm saying? And I've noticed since I moved out here the connection is really horrible. So my phone calls, my voicemail, my texts don't come through to like when I get back closer to the towers in the city. And that's what I'm like, bing, 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 bing. And then when it's just certain things that it's a mechanism that I, I work through and then I have to follow through. And that's when you get my response. Now, sometimes the response may be a day or two later. Don't fault, don't fault me for that. I'm telling you what's happening. Bear with me. 